0: Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time, Monday through Friday, anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. We nearly have them all solved now. So we're working on issues around the world. JC Cole, part of the problem solving team coming to us from remote location in New Jersey.
1: Yes. Yes. Good morning. It, you know, Trent. Uh, it's been a pretty active week, so I I had an epiphany, right?
0: Okay. Should I sit down?
1: Uh, yeah. Um,
0: you know, <laughs> oh, wait. Um, I am we,
1: sitting down. <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe if we stopped meeting every week and discussing the world's problems, that uh, they'd go away and solve themselves, and we'd go back to normal. What do you think?
0: Funny you mentioned that because yesterday at Amanda Radke on rural route with Jay Truitt and myself. And, um, I had, I called her on my drive to Valley city, North Dakota. And we were talking about the people who seem to be the most worked up and scared are the people who continually watch the news. If you don't watch the news, you know, it's just another winter, great winter day. So I think you're right.
1: Uh, possibly, possibly. Although there is that, um, you know, that uh, old saying, um, you know, the, the the watchman on the tower giving mm-hmm. the warning or, or of course, um, you know, the British are coming. Uh, get ready. So, of course,
0: uh, it all blows up when you pull into the fuel station and diesel is five dollars and five cents.
1: <laughs> I didn't go there yet, but I will.
0: <laughs> I filled so, up three times yesterday, by the way.
1: But let let me start off with some some good news. I did my homework. You know what happened this year? I mean, this week in the in the past. So March the 10th, tomorrow, 1876. What happened in Boston, Massachusetts related to telecommunications?
0: Is that okay. the day we completed the tunnel underneath the Atlantic Ocean between the 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 fiber, the, not a fiber optic, but the cable that allowed for communication from the U.S. to think, U, U.K.?
1: I don't think it was eighteen seventy six, but I'll give you a hint, Mister Watson, come here, I want to see you. Uh, it's not Sherlock Holmes, Watson.
0: <laughs> I'm still not there.
1: Okay, Alexander Graham Bell. Oh. Did the first telecommunication? So all right, now, give
0: me give me half a point. I said it had to do with communication.
1: Well, yes, that's that's true. But I <laughs> I said it had to do with the communications.
0: You did. So think
1: about it. One hundred and forty-six years later, you and I are communicating on Zoom. Right? Yeah, no, I'm not uh, proud of that. It's a it's a long. It was a long step since the sixties and Maxwell Smart and his shoe phone. But um
0: Yeah, it's pretty incredible, actually.
1: Yeah, by the way, a trivia question. Okay. What was Maxwell what was Maxwell Smart's car on Get Smart? Oh, I have no idea. Ah, a Sunbeam. Yes. Um, a Sunbeam a Sunbeam Tiger. I don't even know great. what that is. It's a great car. Yeah, one of my fraternity brothers has one. So anyway. That leads me to my point on uh, preparing. Get a satellite phone while you can. Oops, they're all out. Are they really? Yeah, that's what I've heard is that uh, there's a, a back order on satellite phones, and they don't even know when, if they're going to be getting any more.
0: You know, I I think I'm going to go with ham radio, though, instead.
1: Well, I'd get a ham radio also. Um but uh, the, the, uh, they do have uh, text messaging via satellite, so you can communicate that way. But um, the, the when it gets into extremely difficult times, you want telecommunications. Very important.
0: Well, you can only call people on your satellite phone that have a satellite phone. So we have a little lapse there in our communication, just as we're bragging about how well we are communicating. <laughs> <laughs> It absolutely left. It was gone. I've never had that happen. I had to reboot my computer. I had to switch internet providers. I'm in a hotel. It was, uh, I don't know what you said, JC, but it got us kicked off permanently.
1: Yeah, you know, you never underestimate Murphy's Law.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Murphy, who is that? Who is that Irishman? It's St. Patrick's Week, right? Next week. It's
1: coming up. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yes, I was just about opening my mouth on... Uh, <clears throat> uh what happened march 11th in 2011 right oh and i
0: should remember march 11th 2011
1: absolutely 311 3-11. i'm not there they keep on popping up happened in japan oh yeah. oh is
0: that the little nuclear situation
1: yes yes that little nuclear meltdown the biggest one in world history and um where a a magnitude nine earthquake went off and uh, reportedly nine and um, hit the uh, Fukushima plant and caused three China, my understanding is, three China syndrome meltdowns. Um, But also, if you listen to uh, Ben Fulford, um, if he's correct, that uh, it was triggered by the Israelis. So we'll find out what really happened there.
0: But it's only been 11 years. You'd think we'd know by now.
1: Yeah. Well, we, 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 we have an awful lot of 11s. Will you stop bringing that up? <laughs> you, uh, Oh, dear.
0: I did just bring that up. You put something in context that's very troubling, actually. Uh-huh. We now know you can't believe anything you think you know.
1: Almost, that's it. Yeah, it's it's um, it's quite, it's quite disheartening at some uh, points. You know? I mean, and that's
0: not just in recent time. We we, I wonder if there really was a George Washington.
1: Yeah. Um, what can we say? So you know, if we look at the big picture again, I keep on bringing up Santos, which is the best book on war. The supreme order of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting and we're being subdued. And we have a classic example of it right now with this Russian phobia going mm. on that um, both, you know, the liberals and the conservatives both agree that the news is, is lying uh, and has lying except for now. And <laughs> that, that they're, that there, there's this full court press of the West to demonize Russia to the point of absurdity, just absurdity, you know. And so, so here's one that popped up: Coca-Cola suspends business in Russia, McDonald's temporarily closes all 850 locations, and I'm like, so you think Vladimir Putin's going to be upset that you're making his people eat healthier? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, let's let's uh, let's uh, hit them harder.
0: McDonald's has other issues, JC. Yes, I know that. My uh, my son in law sells potato chips or potatoes. Period for Simplot, they are the supplier for McDonald's French fries. I had a conversation with him last night, and they have no potatoes to sell. They can't even. They can't even. He can't go see a new customer because they can't deliver. So maybe they shut down their restaurants because they can't get supplies to staff the restaurant or to feed people.
1: And, and by the way, on the prepping side, potatoes may be one of the most important things we can do because they're very simple to grow. And, and, um, you know, it's gotten through humanity in some very difficult times. Um, so buy potatoes and plant potatoes. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, you know, part of this is that almost nobody understands Russian culture. And, and the Russian, Russian soul is very, very deep. It's very, um, it took me years to even get a handle on part of it. But um, come, <laughs> one of the uh, Russian uh, celebrations is the beginning of May when winter is over. And the guys actually get in slapping fights to see who can slap the other hardest so you you don't get in a slapping fight with Russians, and w- what are our our dingbat politicians doing? Slapping Russia. Yes, and so apparently Putin just announced that they're going to, uh, you know, after all of the things that um, that the West is doing, um, like uh, removing them from the Swift system, which basically means they can't take any international transfers um, using using the, the the Rothschild system but the Russians have outsmarted the, um, them and have an alternative system so they'll be able to take in money but but um, uh, Putin has uh, retaliated and said okay no exports for the rest of the year
0: um, I got an export issue Roll all right JC Colmore after this Get details about the certified Piedmontese opportunity. What I mean by an opportunity is you have the choice. You can say, hey, I want to get paid better for the cattle that I produce, capture the benefit of the tenderness aspect of the Piedmontese breed, and you want to get more details, you just don't know what's going on, come visit at the Lone Creek Piedmontese Bull Sale, April 9th, Broken Bow, Nebraska. There will be an event. On Friday night, the 8th, Amanda Radke and myself will be there. See you in Broken Boat. Or just go to the website, LoneCreekCattleCode.com. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Loose alongside J.C. Cole, joining us. All, all Russia, all the time.
1: Yeah, so so uh, Russia's going to just turn off exports. And, of course, if you look at their exports... You know, um, num you know the the top ten: precious metals, iron, steel, cereal, um, machinery, uh, including computers, wood, fertilizer, copper, uh, aluminum or aluminium, as the Brits say, and and fish. So, so they're starting a, a war in, in in the in the collapse of the supply chain, and actually. Russia came out and said that, said that, um, you know, uh, uh, the West, the West arming Ukraine will cause a global collapse. And and we're seeing it. So if we if we look at food and you and I are always concentrating on food, food's a combination of energy, water, money and fertilizer. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you looked at all of those, they're all in trouble uh, um and, and specifically this week energy the price of oil and you remember a few months ago well you remember we started the, our conversation with me saying buy diesel store yeah. diesel right and now diesel's at five dollars but my contact if he's correct he, he's now passed on he was with one of those three liter uh, um Uh, agencies said uh, that um, oil may go to four to five hundred dollars a barrel and I brought that up on the station um, a while ago and that right now uh, this uh, two days ago there was one um, economic advisor that said he thinks oil is going to three hundred by the end of the year. Well combine that with a couple of other things that happened this week where um, Russia put the ruble on the gold standard. So now we have a major currency that's backed by gold, which means the others aren't. And so these financial dominoes are going to start falling. So if we get If we get, let's say, from just the supply side now, Mm -hmm. a barrel of oil up to, let's say, $200 a barrel in today's world. And if our dollar gets a 50% inflation rate, you're now at $400 a barrel, which equates to, as best as I can tell, equates to about $20 a gallon of gasoline. And that's devastating for agriculture devastating
0: the, you were you were wrong though jc okay you told me i had two years to get that three-year supply of diesel fuel <laughs> it, it seems to be coming a little quicker guilty <laughs> no i mean in all seriousness yesterday while i was putting fuel in my tractor i was thinking about our conversations for the past year And I'm thinking about the people who don't listen to J.C. Cole because they don't want to hear what he has to say, which I have people tell me that. And then they'll say, well, what did J.C. say today? And it's like, he hasn't told me anything that hasn't come true yet. Not one thing. But people just don't want to face reality. They don't want to know that diesels are fuel, period. It's going to be $20 a gallon. You'd be pretty selective on where you go, won't you?
1: Absolutely. And, and also your use of it. For instance, a very large percentage of, of, of people use uh, diesel, um, also known as number two bunker, uh, for heating their house. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have your choice of planting food or heating your house, which one goes? Mm-hmm. And, uh, heating that's the why, house. Yeah, that's why my our heating system I put in um, um, about eight years ago was uh, totally on wood. Yeah, because I have a lot of trees. <laughs> Besides,
0: it keeps you physically fit.
1: Well, I wish, but uh, I figured out. I, I figured out a way around that. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's hysterical.
1: <laughs> right. So, so um, you know, now we look at what's happening with fertilizer around the, uh, around the world. And you know it just can't be a coincidence that we had uh, a few fertilizer plants burned down right before they start this embargo against Russia, which is one of the largest fertilizer producers in the, in the world. Right, and fertilizer, as you know, is directly linked to to um, large food production. And now people are coming out short that there's no fertilizer or very little.
0: It's all about plant nutrition. It's that simple. Yes. You have to nourish your own body. You have to nourish your plants. It's it's not rocket science.
1: Right. And so so could it actually be a coincidence that we're looking at the highest price ever in, in oil, um, that we have a major drought in our bread basket, of which we know we have uh, um, uh, weather modification to correct that, Mm-hmm. Uh, the money system for the entire world just changed this week, where where we now have a gold backed uh, major currency after what 1971 when Nixon took took us off the gold standard, and there's there's a looming shortage of a fertilizer. Well, that that all spells I, I hate to say it, that all spells a man made famine, which is exactly what the the, the Kazarians did. To the Ukrainians, that's exactly what Stalin did. He destroyed their food, and seven million people died of starvation.
0: Actually, I previously researched this. Um, of the ten largest famines in the history of the world, one was caused by nature. Nine were caused by politics.
1: Yeah, which is which is a shame, and now we're seeing it again. And and of course it came back to you know um, supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting and we're just we're just ignoring it.
0: JC, you know why I even began researching that? I went to Dublin in 2012, and while in Dublin, I learned that the potato famine that I was taught in school was because of a blight on the potato, which led to the death of one million Irish people and 1 million irish people leaving was there was a blight on the potato but mm-hmm. the crown continued to export food instead of feeding their own people which led to a famine it was not caused by the blight on a potato that was the excuse it was politics and willingly killing people
1: yeah this battle between the brits and the, the irish and right. um, and, and another important thing happened. Um, that uh, you you look around at this um, th- this Russian phobia, and and uh, okay, they took the Russians off the Swift system, but then uh, they started confiscating private sector assets. So so they confiscate a, a billionaire's yacht because he knows who Putin is. He's a friend of Putin. Mm-hmm. He go. So you' you're telling me that the governments are now confiscating whoever they decide they don't like. oh wait right. a minute that was Canada oh, sorry um, but but and then here's the biggie Switzerland for the entire history of Switzerland it it remained neutral. Well they apparently froze some Russian assets really? So what yes what ha, uh, has to happen? I think they froze some Russian gold. Um, What has to happen for Switzerland to give up their neutrality? How big is this in a global picture? And so, Trent, you're a rancher and and you know well that when there's a massive storm up in the mountains, what do you expect when you're in the valley?
0: Mm, um, Right. Some water.
1: Yeah, a flood. And you have what's known as a lag time right you know when we you know as a civil engineers we calculate this the storm is in the, the mountains um you know we left maybe 5 days when you look at the mississippi valley and there's a big storm up in the in the north mm-hmm. um and the mississippi valley might flood uh, 2 weeks later so that's lag time so we just had major events happen where our fertilizers being cut off our our is being restricted and and by the way with the cost of oil nothing major has happened to the refineries yet. yet. In other words, they haven't started blowing up each other's refineries. So 400 to $500 oil is, is a very re- realistic price if we get into a physical fight between NATO and Russia.
0: Roll Thanks. out, J.C. Cole, second half right after this. Let me just remind you that this weekend on Saturday in Norfolk, Nebraska, Patriots United, Dr. Ted Fogarty, Amanda Radke again, Kevin Jenkins making his way from Newark, New Jersey. Plus, yesterday I was contacted by three candidates for Nebraska offices. We expect maybe 500 people at this event. No matter where you are, it's not too late. If you want to celebrate faith, family, and freedom, Patriots United, Norfolk, Nebraska. Just search Norfolk, Patriots United online. You can find it easy or send me an email, and I'll be glad to get you full details. It's time that we stand up and take this country back, particularly with what J.C. is telling us today. Patriots United, Saturday, March twelfth. Welcome back. Roll out Trent loose alongside J.C. Cole with the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. Um, ironically, we are talking about a shortage of fuel and particularly diesel fuel. I am this week in North Dakota. Guess where I'm at next week, JC. South Dakota, North Dakota. Guess where I'm at the following week, North Dakota, North Dakota. Guess what the number two energy producing state in the nation is.
1: Well, I'll go with North Dakota. <laughs> it seems to be a Yeah. <laughs>
0: The number one uh, coal deposit in the world is in North Dakota, lignite coal. Number one lignite coal, excuse me, and number two in crude oil production and reserves. So North Dakota has become the focal point of what's happening today in the United States, not around the world.
1: Right. That's it's, and and did you did you get the was it this. Uh... This commentator for the White House uh, was it Pesaki came out and said, "Well, the the, the rise in, in the cost of uh, gasoline is because of Russia." Mm-hmm. You go, oh, 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 wait a minute. What about all the pipelines you've been shutting down and the permits that you have refused to honor? And um, you know what about all those things? Oh well, well, that's beside the point.
0: Actually, she said that on Friday in a press conference on Monday. I have a chart that I showed with Andrew on Across the Pond that showed uh, gas prices January 2021 were 214 nationwide average. And the graph goes a perfect linear, as any economist would tell you, and where it is today, it had nothing to do with Russia. Nothing. Yeah. Zero.
1: Yeah. And uh it's uh the, Be- the because is- what gets
0: left out of the equation when Biden was in put in office, we won't talk about an election. When Biden was put in office, we were an energy independent nation. In twenty seventeen, for the first time really in the history of the oil business, we exported oil. We were exporting energy to other countries because we became self sufficient. First thing he did was get rid of that.
1: You know, you've got to say, hey, look, there is a conspiracy going on. And it's very well known that the globalists want to break the back of America because we've been the ones standing in the way. So let me just touch on uh, natural gas. Dutch gas uh, jumped to a high um, as 64 percent increase to three hundred and thirty five euros per megawatt hour, which is an equivalent of 600 barrels of oil wow yeah so europe is going nato is starting a slapping fight with russia and russia is going to slap uh, europe and they're going to blame it on the russians Mm -hmm. you know i I, I, I mean you know my my best friend is in uh, adult beverages which we generally call alcohol and and we're looking at this issue with Stores going and pouring Russian vodka out down the drain. Wait a minute. Those are bought by U.S. suppliers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not going to get a refund for it. You're destroying U.S. business by pouring out Russian vodka that's already here.
0: I shipped them my address.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, if you want to get rid of it, I'll pick it up for free and you don't even have to throw the bottles away.
0: You could even dump it in your tank wouldn't you? if you had the right blend with gasoline it would run your vehicle.
1: We've been talking about that. I have a genius farmer right down the road and we're sitting there going how to make uh, how to make biodiesel and one of the important things in that is either methanol or ethanol, and you can make ethanol right? you know you can you can make basically hooch, but you got to make it pretty pretty pure. You gotta, you gotta get a good old boy who knows how to make grain alcohol. <laughs> right. um, but I wonder it's how many coming. of
0: those are left.
1: Well, there's a few. You gotta look hard, but uh, but it's coming. And 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 here's the thing: it's a lag time. They, you know, the, they're shutting down the financial system and the food supply system and 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 the fertilizers. And when will that hit us? You know, how many weeks? How many weeks till the farmers need the fertilizer to plant? And then, then uh, the, um, uh, let's say, the, the, the harvest doesn't show up. So the well, lag time is coming.
0: Actually, I, I hadn't th- given that any thought, JC, until a Monday. Greg Dowd was on. Uh, Greg Dowd was the ag negotiator for the White House with China Phase 1. I've uh, been a long-time friend. He's an ag economist. Despite him to from K-State, he's okay. But he brought something to the forefront that I hadn't even thought about, and you were kind of alluding to right there, and that is look at the timing of what's happening in Russia and the Ukraine because Ukraine, But I didn't know until this whole situation, is number two in the world in corn exports. We're number one. The United States is number one. But when you plant these crops that we're talking about that we're short, going to have a shortage of, you have a window of a planting season. It's not like, Oh, August 1st, we're going to, we finally got everything back to normal, somewhat normal. We're going to plant. You can't do that. If you don't have your corn planted, usually by June 1st, you're, you're not going to get a corn crop. And so the whole timing as it relates to the season to plant crops to generate food is beyond just coincidental.
1: That, that's correct. When the when the Soviet Union collapsed, it was in November of 1991. Uh, OK. That was a key time because November, the harvest was already in. That right. gave the new independent countries um, um, months to figure out what to do. But if you get a collapse at planting season. Right. At the, 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 then you miss your planting season. Mm hmm and and so nobody's paying attention to this and actually who who the hell's leading our, our our government and do you go know, a bunch of bozos
0: <clears throat> or not right if, if they're doing it with intent to harm they're not bozos they're just calculated criminals
1: and if we if we go to war if nato goes to war with russia that means we go to war with russia if we go to war with russia we are going to get hit hard, uh, and because we, our glass jaw is our electric distribution system, our electric grid, and and of course our Achilles heel is our supply chain, right? And and um, you know Putin knows that, and so who values the most if if Russia and the United States goes to war? China. Uh, You know, people can't figure this out. And so you, I have, I have some of my friends who are very smart calling me up saying, if, if Ukraine got jets, they'd kick the, you know, kick the butt of Russia. They have no clue. They haven't been to Eastern Europe. They don't speak Russian and they, and, and they haven't lived with the Russians. The Russians are very capable of, of defending themselves, right? And they've been, um, they've been, they saw the writing on the wall. And um, so as soon as Bush got in and started to expand NATO, Russia started to develop some very, very sophisticated weapons. And they have a an unstoppable um, torpedo that, can, that has a 5,000-mile range that can take out New York City. It cannot be stopped. Right? And what it does is it creates a tidal wave and wipes out New York City. I'm trying to talk to New Yorkers and they just can't figure it out that they are the target. Mm-hmm. And so push comes to shove, right, the 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 first place to to uh, bitch slap America is their financial system. Right? If if you turn off the financial system in in uh, Manhattan, right? Turn off the stock market, turn off the banks, what happens to the rest of us?
0: By the way, I'm, I'm still on a thought that you had previous to this um while china is facilitating all of this chaos in the world assisting us in destroying our energy grid and uh, our energy supply particularly through demonizing coal they built 12 new coal-fired power plants in the last year i suppose their power grids probably in best shape it's ever been
1: probably and and, and, and- You know, in the the global picture, meanwhile, they're getting us uh, completely distracted. Now they started this Russian phobia stuff. Mm What, are we going to start arresting Russians and putting them in containment uh, camps like we did the Japanese during World War II? I mean, what's next? You know, and and so people have got to wake up and defend this country.
0: By the way, you know, I'm making a movie about that. (laughs) Japanese internment camps. Oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm not doing it by myself. I'm working with a team. But uh, there is a film, if you've not watched it, it's about eight minutes long, that the actually Dwight D. Eisenhower's brother moderated this, talking about what a great thing the government was doing for these Japanese American folks by assisting them and getting them ushered to protection. And they just painted this rosy picture. I mean, it brings to light that there is not one day in the history of the United States government you can believe what they are telling you. Because no. I've, been, I've been to Heart Mountain in Wyoming. I saw the conditions they lived in. I know what they experienced. It was not for their protection.
1: No. And, uh, but speaking of movies, um, who is this, um, this, this great uh, farmer who has the uh, Agricultural Museum? I think you said it's in Oh, the, Don the, McKinley. North- yeah, I, I think, you know, you got to start raising some money to get uh, the ag students out there and doing a uh, do a film and interact so that they can uh, document all of his knowledge. Um, you know, that'd be really cool. Get some of those students in like North Dakota or South Dakota and bring them, you know, have them stay a week and then put together a um, um, a video series on, on the uh, agricultural equipment that that we use. because. Somehow, Trent, I'm a little bit concerned. I think we're going to need it. I'm feeling no. pretty
0: good about Paco the Mule at my house right now. Roll route. out. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Paco's just cool. period. We'll be back more after this. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general. The world's authority on nitric oxide production. Dr. Nathan Bryan explains. We've got about
1: 14 COVID clinics around
0: the U.S. where we have a
1: a nitric oxide drug trial going on. I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick, some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. If you can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to to COVID or any other virus, and your immune system nips it in the bud, and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple.
0: We're going to change this ordering process up to make it simpler. Go to loosetailsmedia.com loosetailsmedia.com. There will be an order mechanism there, and if you want more of the science, I'll get that to you from Dr. Nathan Bryan. loosetailsmedia.com. It's N-O-2-U. Dot, the, the product's the same. The place you get it is different. <laughs> Welcome back. Roll out. Try it loose. The man can be taught. For a year, I've been telling him, quit talking about good stuff. You're wasting good stuff. Now he's telling me, Trent, you're wasting good stuff. You never did ask me what you wanted to ask me the other day, and I wouldn't answer until we were on the air. You want to know what hog to get.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Um, You know, if if, if all of a sudden our uh, supply chains are going to uh, dramatically change, then our feeding habits of our livestock are going to dramatically change. So how do you um, um. what livestock do you pick that survives best on natural foraging? And, of course, that would be in, in the swines. Which one?
0: So I'm going to answer that question maybe what appears to be strange. I don't think there is a particular breed that is best, but there is animals within a breed that have had more natural selection than animals that have been completely pampered um funny that you mentioned that because you know i go to wahoo every other monday with pigs for our own spotted boar program and there's a guy who's bringing those type of hogs into that plant every week when i'm in there as well and that meat goes to california by the way but they're free range foraging hogs that have a lot of age on them and they don't look anything like mine but within within the population you need to select animals that have been selected through that process instead of babied every step of the way, if you know what I mean.
1: Right. And I, now on some prepper books, I came across something called the, the red waddle, I think there, it's called. But, but red
0: wattles. Yes.
1: Yeah. They seem to be pretty good natural forager, but the same thing with the chicken, you know, right now we feed our chickens about, um, let's see, quarter pound of feed a day. Quarter pound. Yeah. I think it's quarter pound. And, um, and that's, gives the, the highest production of eggs. Well, what happens when I don't have corn, you know, uh, to, to feed the chickens? And so there's a guy in uh, New Hampshire who feeds, he has a thousand chickens and he feeds them with uh, compost. He just has large piles of compost and he lets the chickens just naturally go and, and, uh, and dig through and get the worms. So, but he still needs to move the compost around with diesel. But he's, he's not using feed.
0: So I don't use any table scraps or uh, rotten food from my refrigerator on my pigs or cattle, but it all goes to chickens. Yeah. Our chickens. So I mean, they, they're so- wonderful recyclers. They eat bugs and they eat rotten tomatoes that you didn't get <laughs> eaten out of, the, out of the refrigerator.
1: Yes. And I would not fall asleep in the chicken coop <laughs> <laughs> because they are
0: a carnivore. <laughs> oh, JC, I had I had these three buffalo skulls that I wanted to do something with. And we butchered these buffalo ourselves. And you know the best way to completely clean a buffalo skull off? I mean, you don't have anything left but the skull. Chickens? Put them in the chicken. Put them in the in the yard where the chickens are. No time flat, they will clean a skull like you can't believe. So if you need any cadavers or anything taken care of, put them in the chickens.
1: Well, hey, listen, we're from New Jersey. We were taught by the mafia. You you need pigs and, you know. I have those too. uh, (laughs) Right, right. But we won't go there. What we should do is finish up kind of on. Wait a minute. Did
0: you know that Wisconsin state legislature passed a law? That says it's now okay to take your cremated uncle to the fertilizer and fertilize your garden or your crops.
1: Yes, yes, but I don't think he meant through the uh, through the pigs. But um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a, that'd be that'd be a very excellent way to cut down on our politician supply. But uh, <laughs> moving, you're going to get moving, a call
0: from Secret Service. I'm telling you right now because I have been there.
1: No, no, that's if they passed away naturally. <laughs> okay, I misunderstood. Go ahead. Right. So so uh, let, let us get you interviewed Jonathan Hallman, and I wanted to bring that up because it's on on uh, Beck TV, um, was it March 3rd? Very important. You know, with things that are happening, his book is one of the best books I've found. It's called Survival Theory, and I highly recommend people getting that. And, of course, now also getting Holly Deos there to prepare, and uh, Matt Stein's When Technology Fails because because the storm, you know, Trump has said the storm is coming. Well the storm is happening in the mountains and 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 we are going to get hit hard um by uh, the flood. You know, so store diesel, get potatoes, get vegetable um seeds. Um you know, it, it, I mean you, you have to do it now while the system is still working. Cuz uh when the system breaks, you're not going to get
0: anything. Yeah, I'm thinking that if you're waiting for five dollar diesel to get back in line, you're not going to get your tank
1: filled. No, not 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 even close. So I'm
0: actually pursuing right now finding a solar panel that'll run my water well. You're well. Will I, lose, will I lose you again.
1: No, I'm here. Okay. I think I'm here.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm so, hearing you, but so- you're locked up. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, maybe they'll finish up. So, so, you know, you have to have a um, redundancy in energy. So you got to find a combination. And one of the most key things is a battery bank because you can recharge the battery bank with your diesel generator, or you can use some wind or you can use some small hydroelectric. So that's one of it. I mean, this, these things are coming and, and um, of course, telecommunications, because you you, you you're going to have to talk to people, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's looking fairly ugly. I, and um, I cannot use hydro where shocked. I live. Got it. Yeah. Well, we have no water. Uh, there are a whole bunch of options, but you can use wind. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh, yep. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm just amazed that. You know, we have a lot of very wealthy people in New York, and they're just not investing anything in in food production. And the writing is on the wall. You know, if you look at Kissinger, you know, that um, control food, you control the people. And who are the useless eaters? Tell me, you know, if you think about it, what does New York City produce, physically produce, that benefits humanity? They don't grow food. That's the extent of it right there. Yeah, they don't grow food, they don't they don't have energy. So and, and of course we had touched on eighty-seven percent of uh, the uh, US population is on city water. So oh. what happens when electricity is turned
0: off? I, I got it. They they grow corruption pretty well.
1: They do very well with corruption and the manipulation of our money system, of which is now about to collapse because uh the gold standard is coming back in.
0: So I want you to clarify something for me, because this is something I'm just not good at at all. If the ruble is now on the gold standard, does that mean that no other currency can be on the gold standard? And I recognize no, we've not been on a no. gold standard since 71. But what does that mean in the big picture?
1: Well, in the big picture, what it means is there's a there's a higher quality currency to use in exchange, which means there's more faith in, the, in it. And so what you'll do is you'll see other countries going to the gold standard or the silver standard also, like um, possibly Mexico going to the silver standard, um, where people are losing faith in government. And, of course, government is behind fiat currency. So people are going to lose faith in the currency. So how you create more faith in the currency is you actually have something behind it that you can exchange, such as gold. Got it
0: one other question I have for you that has been gnawing on me in the last week because I continually hear people say, well Putin is just trying to put the Soviet Union back together you were there when it fell apart and do you believe in any way shape or form that he has the motivation to put back together what fell apart
1: no I, I don't think so I think that's just uh, more propaganda to get people. Uh, you know, um, um, blinded uh, for, for their agenda. I think mm-hmm. that he may take certain parts back for the protection of Russia. But Russia, you know, uh, the, the only reason they wanted Eastern Europe, well, well, first of all, Stalin wanted Eastern Europe so he had access to, uh, to the Baltic Sea. They, they, they have access to the Baltic Sea now. You know, the Russians have nine uh, icebreakers they, they're the largest supply of icebreakers in, in the world. So so this is just more propaganda, I think, that Putin wants to re, uh, put back to the, the Soviet Union. Right? And it, 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 they, they have a huge amount of land and a huge amount of resources. What do they need us for? And that's another thing I learned with the Russians. Right? Very often, sometimes our negotiations for different things would start with um, a threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an interesting way to start, but then it really came down to often, and I learned it. They, um, we need them more than they need us. Putin can close the doors and, and shut down, and Russia will do fine, right? And and of course, his entire population knows what hardship is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we haven't seen hardship. We do not yeah nineteen thirty we're a bunch of I can't say that word, but one, we're a bunch of softies
0: one minute what do um we need the most know today?
1: well, I would say you know hey get get to it the system's still working um store up food, store up uh, uh diesel um uh, get the books, get the reference books, get ready because this is going this is gonna happen and by the way, the price of gold is starting to reflect gold broke uh, two thousand. Um, uh, this week And I would think that silver Is going to be held down a little bit longer If you can get some silver, get it It's quite cheap at
0: $26 And that'll do it. it The rest is up to you You have the knowledge You have the information What are you going to do with it And that's me talking to myself, by the way We've successfully journeyed down the road Connecting rural and urban America for another week J.C. Cole, Trent Loose, Both of us reminding you that all roads do lead we are all out. I mentioned it a couple of times that uh, Trent on the Loose is on beck.news, no excuse me, becknews.com, beck b e k news.com. JC mentioned Jonathan Hollerman, and uh, there is so much more from Jonathan. You should read the book, but in the meantime go to becknews.com, b e k news.com. Or, you know what, just simplify this, search Trent on the Loose. There's only one Trent on the Loose. I'm not being braggadocious, I'm just telling you. We've had a lot of good stuff. And today, from the Valley City, North Dakota Winter Show, clearly we're going to talk more about energy because we are in an energy nation. But all of the information that comes out on Trent on the Loose, which is a daily 30-minute TV show at BeckNews.com, all of that information is original it's never recycled from Roll Route. All of these conversations are new every single day. You should subscribe or go on to any of my social media outlets, and you will find Trent on the Loose with this information that will help you prepare for where we are headed. No doubt about it.
1: Backnews.com or Trent on the Loose. See you soon.